we're going to give you the ball because the other teams don't know you. Just run around the side here. Yeah. And I'm like, great. So I run, and rough touch is exactly that. They, they have to show the rep that they're getting two hands on you, so they go like this. Yeah. Now, I'm not huge, and these, some of these women are kind of big, so the first time they, they did that, I went tumbling. Like, I just went flying. Because I wasn't expecting it. Did your team think because you were new that the others would go lighter on you? Like- yeah, they put their weakest. They put their weakest player on me, <laughs> and it it, it worked because I was our weakest player. But I was I was in really good shape then, so I would run these deep patterns. Yeah. And the woman that was covering me, I remember this one game. She was a larger woman, and by the third quarter, I went back to my quarterback and said she can't keep up with me. So. I'll get to the ball if you get it in my area. And she did, and we scored a couple of touchdowns. And then they put somebody really good on me, and I was done. Yeah, but you also took that really good person away from whoever they were originally covering. So Yeah, yeah. Good strategy. Yeah. You mentioned possession football. What is possession? Yeah, what is that? You have to stop the person's – It's. It, I swear it's worse. that We used to play in Catholic school on blacktop, so we couldn't play tackle. But we all felt two-hand touch was too wimpy. So we would you have to have possession of the person. But if you get a big kid, they just keep going. Yeah. And I mean, you have to stop them. You have to stop them, yeah. And, like, it's an honor system. And, like, most people would be like, yeah, you got me. But you would get, like, that kid. You know, we were in eighth grade. And you have oh, yeah. one kid who's, like, you know, his hormones are way off the chart. And he yeah. just keeps going. And you're like... Nobody's ever going to stop that kid. Yeah. So is this when I text Ian or should I wait a couple more minutes? I don't know. I'm all right with this. <laughs> Part of me wants to see what happens. Will he show up in the middle of Mary's story and not know what He happened? texted us this morning that he was good to go. That's true. Uh, I, w- I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say he texted us saying he was good to go. I think he acknowledged. I think he liked. I said yeah. punch up this. <laughs> That's different. And that was at 930 in the morning. That was almost 12 hours that's a long right that's true that's true is everybody am i the last of the um to be vaccinated yes yeah i have my final shot tomorrow morning oh you do Mm -hmm. is it pfizer or moderna moderna that's shot tomorrow oh cool you're fully vaccinated mary i am yes i uh cashed in on working at a school down here oh of course yeah oh down here yeah you're in um you're in uh, Maryland. Where are you again? Gaithersburg, Bethesda, Silver Springs. Silver Springs. We're just saying names of towns now. Yeah, I got it. Eventually. Oh, this. Yeah, no, I'm in Silver Spring. Are you neighbors with the Obamas? Do they live next door to you? Uh, yeah, in the apartment right next door. There's a smaller though, which is weird. That's weird. And they don't have a pet now. Oh, there's a better way of saying that. Don't make me sad. What is it? Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. That's brutal. Mary left. Mary's like, I got no time for this. <laughs> don't talk shit on Bell. I keep forgetting that this isn't filmed, so I don't need to light myself well. I had a no. light glaring in my nope. eyes, so I moved it. <laughs> I stopped caring about what I looked like on the punch-up months ago. Kevin will take one snapshot yep. for the, I don't know. It's not a re- yeah. I I find it's so hard to get all five people smiling with their eyes open at the exact same time. You should do it now and then just stick an Ian garbage like one of in the middle. Yeah, like garbage one like of Ian. Ian like 
<laughs> yeah, everyone's all right. Everyone smile then. All right, and then I will. I'll put like the worst one I can find to be in. Nice. And I will use this as banter so that if he ever listens, which I honestly don't think he listens to the show. So I think I just got the banter button, didn't I? On the Obama dog thing? No, that's no, that's a bummer button. You got the bummer button with that. Ah, it's kind of funny. It's not funny. You have made it so difficult for Mary to tell her story now because people listening are like, especially if it's a first-time listener, they're like, these people are assholes. <laughs> you think a first-time listener is going to go episode 160? Yeah, well, they just pick up <laughs> at that, that week. Yeah. I have a lot of followers, new followers. Yeah. Right? So, of course, they're going to just start with my episode. Yeah. There's so many people dying to hear what I have to say. I agree. And the Obamas live next door. And they're probably going to be like, that's Mary in the big apartment. Yeah, Let's that's... listen. And the first thing they're going to hear is about their dog dying. They, they chose to live in the apartment building because it's right close to the metro. Like literally steps away from railroad tracks. That's very smart. And it and it smells of, of pot outside all the time. I mean, why wouldn't they want to live here? So does every neighborhood now, though. Sure, sure. Hey, here he is. Hi, guys. Uh, here we go. My my twelve year old daughter was just. We were just talking about a, a boy. It was the first time it ever happened. She was in her room after a shower, and she was like talking to me about a boy. So, oh, that's nice. Nice. And, and I, I was like, "That's great. That's great." Um, I gotta. I gotta, I gotta go to the podcast on, you know, and I said that once about five to nine and then got your text. So I apologize, guys. Cats in the cradle and the silver spoon, little boy blue and the man and moon. Ian, do you want to yell to your daughter that the Obama's dog is dead? <laughs> <laughs> now that's a button. <laughs> Hey, this is Steve with the Punch-Up Podcast. With me on this episode are Jesse Breisendorfer. Hey, Steve. Ian O'Shea. Hey, Steve. Kevin Reagan. Hey, Steve. And our storyteller is Mary Carpenter. Hello, Steve. Hello, Mary. Thank you for coming back. It's so good to see you. My pleasure. I love the podcast. Oh, thank you. Well, why don't you tell us a story? All right. This is a story... Um, I mean, I've said this on this podcast before. I was always just, I was such a rule follower and such a, a good girl growing up that I didn't really sow my oats mm. at the appropriate age. <laughs> what um, do you think the appropriate age? So you're saying there's a chance. There's a chance still. Maybe that it'll happen. So by that, I mean like high school, college. I didn't like, I didn't get drunk. Oh. I didn't even drink. Like I never was a drinker. Oh, those kind of oats. Those kind of <laughs> oats, right? The oats that everybody sows in college and in high school of like going to parties and getting wasted. I'm like, wow, this is awesome. I even remember being at a graduation party in high school and the guy who was like, he's kind of a dick, but I mean, he's okay, but he's kind of a dick. And he was, um, he wasn't valedictorian, but he was third or fourth. So pretty smart and pretty arrogant. Sounds like a cool guy. Real cool, real cool. He's probably a multimillionaire now. So he comes up to me at one point and I haven't had anything to drink and he's wasted. And he's like, why don't you drink? And I, God, I was such an asshole. 
I was like, well, I don't really like the taste of beer. And he's like, well, why can't you just get past the taste to the feeling? (laughs) (laughs) And this is what I said. I mean, I both like admire myself and hate myself at the same time. I said, well, this was at 17. I said, well, I kind of feel like if I need to drink something to feel good, then <laughs> there's probably something I need to work on instead. Wow. <laughs> Just, no, that's great. I and love you it. you still got invited to parties. That's amazing. But I didn't. I mean, I, I rarely did. I think some of my friends were, I don't even remember how I got invited to this one. Mary, hold on. So you had zero drops of alcohol. I think maybe I'd tried a beer, but I really seriously, honestly, did not like the taste of it. Not many do. Yeah. Sort of like coffee. So then I go to college. Same thing. I was not a drinker. I remember going to like a frat party or two. I remember specifically being at like a frat party and holding a beer and like drinking a little bit, not liking it and like being really bored. It sounds like it was like an out of body experience. You were like watching yourself hold a beer, drink Very a beer. Much. And you're, you're holding the beer because you just want to shut people up. Like, stop asking me. Like they won't ask. Well, me I think that. And I think I was like, this is what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to come. And I can't remember who brought me there. Cause I was not like a frat crowd type. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, this is what you do in college. You go to frat parties and you drink a beer. And, and I remember even thinking like the floor is gross and wet. <laughs> like this is gross so I didn't stay long and I just didn't like to taste beer I remember once there was like this was my senior year and it was the eve of my 21st birthday and there was actually in the student center a bar like a restaurant that was also a bar and we had been in tech that night and I was starving 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 and I went because I just wanted to get something to eat and it was like 11 45 and they wouldn't let me in because I was not 21 yet. And I was like, I'm not going to drink. I don't like to drink. I don't want to drink. I just want to eat French fries. We've heard it all. It was 15 minutes until your birthday? Yes. Jeez. What the hell? Yes, as I take a sip of my wine. Is that when you started doing meth? (laughs) Making it, too. (laughs) So anyway, I was never a big drinker. So I'm going to tell you the story of the first time I got wasted. Yes. I wish I could tell you it was like 20 years ago, like before I had kids and all that stuff. It wasn't. It was probably 10 years ago. I was up in New York City with three of your former guests, Ali Sue. This is likely to be the project that you star in, right, and launches you into international fame. Most likely. And by default, we're all producers now. (laughs) Excellent. If you were to make that, it would be watched. So we... Um, I mean, tell us the list. Yeah, give us the list. But Ali Sewell, Joe Sabatino, Todd Rodenheiser. Oh, great crew. Great crew. We great were up there doing a show with the New York Comedy Sports. And then before that, I was leading them in a workshop. In New York City? Let me ask you. So you drank socially between them, like had a little bit here yes. and there, like gradually... Started incorporating it into your life. Yes. I was a wine drinker, but a pretty tame wine drinker. Like not every night, not all the time. Like when I was out, like after comedy sports shows or after shows, I'd have a glass of wine. I was never like a bourbon drinker, never a hard liquor drinker, still wasn't a beer drinker. Occasionally like some hard cider. I spent a year in London. That's what you do. And so 
we were at so comedy sports in New York at that time, their their show was like at six on a yeah. Yep. Super early. So we were up there early. We took we met in Hamilton, New Jersey, and we all took the train up. And I remember I actually made uh, sandwiches for everybody because I'm a dork, <laughs> a dork mother. And everybody, everybody on the train or everybody, everybody on the train. <laughs> yeah. I just had a basket of sandwiches. Yes. No, I remember Todd once getting jealous when I told him the story of how I made like a club sandwich for my son with avocado in it. He wanted one. So as a joke, I made him one. Uh, so anyway, we go up on New Jersey transit. Good one. New York. Thank you. I know. Hilarious. Right. And the, and the plan is to stay overnight. You get a hotel. No, no. no. We were going to go up there, do the workshop, do the show, maybe go out uh, to dinner with the folks and then come back. Yep. So we did the workshop. We did the show. They took us out to dinner. I think I had like one glass of wine there. And then the four of us said like, well, let's go out. Well, the last train is until whenever. Let's just go out. So we went to a bar and uh, I was away from my husband and I was away from my kids. Hey, uh, Mary, who won? What's that? Who won? Kill your New York. I think we won, actually. Nice. Hell yeah. Nice. Yeah. I'm sure we With won. Todd? Are you kidding? Todd? Right? Yeah. And Mary. And Allie and Joe. That's like an all-star team. It's a it hell is. Of a team. Hell of a team. And I think I guessed for five things. Oh. Oh, there you go. That was fun. Yeah. So we go out to dinner and then we, we're going to go out to the bar. And it's just the four of us at that point. So it's Joe, Todd, Allie, and I. And I was just feeling one of those, just feeling like, great, I'm out in New York with these fun, young people. And I, I don't have to put the kids to bed and I don't have to be responsible. And I already cleaned up after all the sandwiches. Everybody's been fed. Yeah, I've, been, I've done my due diligence. Mary, you said this is 10 years ago? Ish, yeah. Sadly, yes. How old your youngest son? At that point, he would have been probably 11. So he was probably, depending on if it was 10-ish years ago, he was probably in the 9 to 12 range. Did you still have to put him to bed? I mean, I know your husband, so I'm assuming possible. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she does. She does still have to put Jim to bed. Yes, I do. Jim, for sure. I think he probably called at least once to say, what should I feed them? <laughs> and I was like, dude, you've known them as long as I have. And, and then so. he was like, and they're not allowed to drink, right? Yes, no. if, I, if I know you, Mary, there were meals labeled, yeah. be labeled in the refrigerator with instructions on how to warm them up. Probably not labeled, but chances are I did make something or they got pizza or whatever. I think I, it was just of one of those things where I was like, I don't even remember. I didn't even care. Yeah. Just the fact that Jim would call to say, what do you feed them? <laughs> and like, not just get buy them whatever they wanted and get a pizza and a cheeseburgers. But yeah. what's that cold box in the uh, kitchen? <laughs> it looks like there's food in there. What? What's I opened it and it's very chilly. What, what's up with that thing? What's up with that thing? There's something, there's a white liquid in there. Can I pour that in with a box of cereal? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Put it in a bowl, Jim. Put it in a bowl. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't I didn't think about that at all. So I don't even remember if I did prepare something or if I just left them to their own devices. Yeah. So we're at this bar. We're sitting there and I'm just feeling so happy. I'm just like these. I love all these people so much. This is so much fun to be up here. I'm so lucky. I'm just going to enjoy myself. And the waiter came around and I said, I can't remember who I said to it first. I, I, I may have just said like somebody here. You're going to order me a drink and I wouldn't drink it. Oh, no. No, no, no. Oh, no, no. Joe Sabatino's there. 
Yes, that's the exact thing I thought. I was like, Can we guess what he ordered you? A Long Island iced tea. A there bottle of Sambuca. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. A, a, a pina colada. A Cosmopolitan. Yes. Oh. It was. I think the first one was a Cosmopolitan. Oh, the first one. Oh, no. Yeah. So we're sitting there. We're visiting. We're talking. Yeah, who, who ordered that? Who ordered that? I can't remember who ordered the first one. It may have been Todd. Maybe I had Todd. It was either Todd or Joe. This story is awesome, Mary, because you don't have recollection of a lot of details. Which means Kids, by good. the way, this is what happens after one night of drinking 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Be forewarned. This is a cautionary tale. So I think it was a Cosmopolitan and I, you know, I didn't chug it. We drank it. We were having a good time. We were chatting. We were talking. We we're having a great time. You're a lady. I'm a lady. Cosmos are dangerous. Cosmos are, yeah. yeah, they're way more dangerous than people think they are. Yeah, I didn't know that. It was delicious. Yeah. So then the waiter comes around again, and I point to someone else and say, you order me a drink this time. And they ordered me another drink, which was a variation on a Cosmos. Did you look over at Joe, and he's like rubbing his hands like Mr. Burns? Excellent. <laughs> I think so, yeah. I think he's looking at the menu at this point. He's like, hmm, what should I get her now? And um, it was a variation on a cosmopolitan. So same basic premise. I think it was yeah. vodka, but a different fruit. Like I think it was a peach, maybe mm -hmm. peach and vodka or whatever. Once again, delicious, having a great time. Okay. Not feeling particularly drunk, but feel, beginning to feel uninhibited for sure. Do you know by any chance, Mary, do you know what type of vodka was going in there? I don't. Okay. The only reason I asked that is because if you drink Kettle One, and this is not an endorsement nor a slam, but you will not feel that first drink until you're finishing the second drink. But if you don't realize that when you order the third drink, you don't realize, oh, that second drink is going to be hitting you midway through. So That's Kettle One is like that? Kettle One. It's slow, but it's good, yeah. So yeah. Kettle One is for, for mathematicians. Yes, exactly, yeah. That. Yep. Okay. Right, hang on, that might be applicable. Foreshadowing. Um, so, so we get to the second. We get. We, we're still chatting. We're having a great time. How could you not with these folks? There's. I'm, I'm beginning to think like, am I being? Am I being loud? Am I talking too much? <laughs> yes. Because I hate, yes. Like yeah. And I. I get so both self conscious about that and also proud of it. Of like, oh my god, I'm. I'm like breaking out of my shell. But then I'm always like, I'm being obnoxious. I'm being. Never. I'm delightful. Look how delightful I am. Right. And then at the same time, going like, shut up, Mary. Wait, are you guys saying I'm not delightful? <laughs> You're the most delightful. You are. Was, was everybody drinking pure alcohol like this? Or were you the only person? I don't remember. Allie was drinking and she's not a drinker. Right. But she wasn't drinking as much, probably. Right. I would guess she was still working on her first and maybe only Cosmo. Yeah. When you were on your second. Yeah. yeah. So then the waiter comes around another time. Uh oh. I say okay, and I can't remember if it was Allie or whoever. I says whoever hasn't ordered me a drink, order me a drink. Wow. By the way, at this point, you're just talking to images in the women's bathroom. You're not. Much. Yeah. Oh no, we go to the bathroom later. So <laughs> I'm delightful. Get me a drink. And once again, it's a variation on a Cosmo. It's vodka and something, and it's served in the same type of glass. Yeah. So now it's getting close to the point where we're like well, we probably have to get back to the train. And um, I was like, well, let me just go to the bathroom before I go. So I get up to go to the bathroom. Uh -oh. 
And it was like, you're that thing where you're kind of walking underwater and you're like, I don't want anybody. I don't want to bump into anything. Why am I like, you can't quite feel your feet on the ground and you don't want anybody to think that you're drunk. Yes. So I'm really carefully walking back to the bathroom. I go to the bathroom, come back, sit, we chat for a little longer. It's been probably a half hour or so since I've had anything to drink. You know, I've finished my last drink. We have to walk back to the train. We decide to walk back instead of getting a um, cab. Yeah. And as we're walking down the street, I'm like, okay, great, 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 great. And then I'm realizing, hmm. And Joe's walking next to me. And I said, I'm just going to put my arm through yours while we walk. Because I wanted to make sure that I didn't like, you know, fall or weave in. I was just feeling that like. Need a little help. Now, are, are we are we in a situation where that's what you think you said? No, I'm pretty if sure. You know, like, if there's a drum in a pocket, pigeons are babies. <laughs> <laughs> no, because Joe did that thing, that brotherly, wonderful thing where he's like, yep. And he took yep. care of me. And yep. he let me put my arm through his. And so we go there and we get back on New Jersey Transit. All right. This sounds good. So I, I'm, I'm liking this so far. We're yeah. okay. So far, so good, right? It's the train. I'm liking that. We're on the train. This is so relatable. <laughs> so we're on the train heading back. It's probably like 11.30, 11.45, something like that. And you haven't had any alcohol in about 45 minutes. Probably, yeah. And I'm beginning to feel like a little like, do I have to go to the bathroom or am I nauseous or oh, weird? You already did it. You already had the thought. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's like, gonna, it's like when you're thirsty, it's too late. Right. So <laughs> I'm like, um, I'm going to go. Um, I'm just going to see if I can find a bathroom. And it's New Jersey transit. It's not Amtrak. So so it's all bathroom. It's all bathroom. Are there bathrooms? I seem to remember that there's a bathroom. So I'm like walking. I have to walk through several cars, like three cars. I finally find a little bathroom. So I go in yeah. the bathroom, go to the bathroom. It's like, great. And I was like, God, do I have to? Oh, do I have to throw up? Um, and I, I try but I don't have to, but I'm getting that thing where it's like, you just feel yeah. you want to warm and yeah. And I don't know if you've ever been into a bathroom in a New Jersey transit train, like the older ones, no. you know, and it, it wasn't disgusting, but it was, you know, lived in lived. Thank you. Perfect. <laughs> lived. Weathered. Now I don't know. Also, I think you probably all have done that thing where when you're sick, you're feeling sick. And you're in a bathroom. Wow. You're like, maybe I'll just lie down on the floor. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Uh, uh, oh, man. I didn't put my face on the floor. Yeah. Ooh, my oh. face on my hands. The hands oh. on the floor. Well, that's much better. I said it earlier and I'll say it again. You're a lady. <laughs> <laughs> Mary, what do you, at that moment is a more desirable situation that floor or going backwards in time that frat floor that was a little seedy and stuff. oh that's a great question they feel pretty both disgusting it's yes. the pretty. same floor trick it, question oh good all <laughs> it is it's the fact that the the new jersey transit floor wasn't wet if that makes sense he had all soaked into it already <laughs> so it had. oh for sure Everything had soaked into it. Yeah. And you're you're but just curled up. I mean, it's a tiny I am curled up on the floor. Curled up with all the other DNA. Oh, so disgusting. <laughs> just so disgusting. 
And I knew it as I was talking, I was like, I am way, like I had to weigh the level of disgusting with how gross I felt. Yeah. And I chose to put my hands on the floor and my face on my hands and lay down on the floor of the bathroom. Convinced that that would bring relief. Yeah. Taking and taking those deep breaths. Like, did you also hope that you would just be taken? Uh-huh. Yes. Oh, for sure. Like just, just delivered. Just take. Didn't get sick. <laughs> right. That is the life game. Nice. That was good. I wanted to almost, but didn't. And then I hear a little knock on the door. Occupado! Occupado! <laughs> I think I did probably say, like, just a second. And it was Joe or Todd. I forget which saying, Mary, are you are you okay? Like they had they had followed me. They were that concerned. Because, yeah. of course, they had never seen me. I was always that person who was in total control, the maternal figure, the teacher figure, the whatever. And so they were concerned and they had followed me like two or three cars down. Turns out, turns out they had every right to be concerned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, Mayor just thought she delicately took herself to the bathroom and just excused herself. Just slipped away. I'm going on to the Jersey Transit. I'll, I'll find my own restroom, boys. I will uh, see you aboard the train. Carry on. Carry Ian, on. What did, it, what did it really look like? It was... She went like this once and pointed over there. Everybody turned around, <laughs> Everybody turned around at something that wasn't there, and they turned back around to Mary, and she was gone. She was ping-ponging off the seats. <laughs> Yeah. It was even possible that I was slightly dozing off on the floor of the bathroom. It's possible. Yeah. Your time period of sitting, going to the bathroom, breathing, now we're getting down. Like that all sounds maybe even within a minute, two minutes tops. Could have been 48 minutes. <laughs> For sure. So I hear this knock on the door. I recognize the voice. I'm mortified. I'm like, yep, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'll be right out. So I like splash some cold water on my face, wash my hands. I'm like, all right, Good deep breaths. And I was feeling a little bit better. I was like, okay. And I come out and there was nobody else in that particular car. It was just me and Allie and Joe and Todd. And they were being silly. I think Todd was like lying on the luggage rack. Like we were just sort of sitting there. And I think I was just kind of, you know, sitting there breathing. Uh-huh. Great. Maybe I doze off a little bit. So I didn't get sick at all. Then we get back to Hamilton and I was the one who had driven Joe Ooh. and Todd. Yes. And at this point, I wasn't drunk, drunk anymore. I wasn't like, it had been like three hours since I- I can drive. I'm delightful. You need a piece. Because at this point, I'm just feeling exhausted and nauseous. Yeah. And I was like, do either one of you know how to drive stick? Because at that point, I was driving a car that was sick. And Joe's like, yep, I do. Totally went into brother mode. Totally. I know I know how to drive stick. I was just, hold on, hold on, right here. Do we think Joe actually knew how to drive stick? No way in hell. Yeah. No way. I believed him at the moment because that's <laughs> he, he's playing yes. video games and he's convinced that he does because he's yeah. played video games, but he How does, hard can it be? Way too trusting at this point. Because yeah. I just want to lie on the back seat and fall asleep. That's so much worse than just admitting that you can't do it. No, it isn't. It's awesome. It's the most Joe thing I've ever heard. I mean, his heart's in the right place, but like then she had to be like, oh, fuck, and get out of the passenger seat. And like, it would have been better if he just said no. no, And you're just like, okay, I got to do this. Right. And at this point, it's like 2.30, 3 o'clock. Always. Yes. So we get in and we're in that little parking garage at Hamilton train station. I know if you've ever been there. Yes. And I'm sitting in the back. Joe and, and Todd are in the front. 
And Joe's desperately trying to get it into reverse. And he, he, <laughs> he, keeps, he keeps stalling. Yeah. I'm like, Ugh. Well, he's not familiar with your clutch in his defense. He doesn't know. <laughs> this is stiff. There's a very stiff clutch. Yeah. The clutch of a Honda Civic, right? Oh, a Honda Civic. Very rare. Very rare. <laughs> very rare. So I was like, it's okay. I'm all right. I'm not drunk anymore. I'm just tired. I was like, I'll drive. So I get in the car and I am fine. I'm not like feeling inebriated. I'm just exhausted. So we drive a little bit, probably about 20 minutes. I was like, okay, guys, I got to pull over for a second. I pull over because I think I'm going to throw up oh. and I get out and I'm like standing behind the, you know, the car and I'm just like doing that. I'm delightful. I'm delightful. <laughs> I'm delightful. Feeling like I'm going to throw up and leaning over helps and I don't throw up. And you just wish you had a tiny little public bathroom to lay down on. <laughs> or a porta potty. Even a porta potty would oh, be fun at that point. So the good news is she brought it with her on the back of her hand and the whole right side of the body. <laughs> Licking my hands. So I get back in the car. I'm like, okay, guys. And I and and of course I'm feeling embarrassed and awful. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And they're both like, it's okay. Are you okay? Are you awake? Are you okay? Because they don't want to die. And we're on 95. Normally, like Hamilton, and they both lived in South Jersey, Hamilton to South Jersey, you're talking maybe like an hour, 45 minutes. I have to stop about every 20 to 30 minutes and say like, okay, not to throw up. At this point, I'm like, hey, guys, um, I just need to close my eyes for five minutes. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I went <laughs> leave that. Oh, God. Sleep a little bit. And then I'd be like, all right, good. I'm ready to go. And they're probably, they're both like eyes wide open. Like, yeah, you okay? Okay. How you doing? And the whole time we're driving, you're like, how you doing, Mary? You want to talk? I was like, yep, go. Sure. What do you want to talk about? Talk, talk, talk. Hey, how about those sandwiches? Those sandwiches were great, weren't they? I think it's important to remember at that moment in time, Allie was very comfortably asleep in her bed. Yeah, <laughs> he was. Yeah. she was. She oh, was yeah. perfectly fine. So we finally get back. I drop off Todd. I drop off Joe. And this was like, I don't think I had an iPhone at that point. I think I just had a flip phone. So I don't even know. I don't even know if my husband was even worried because he, he knew I wasn't going to get back till late. So he was still confused by the. Uh, He's still in the kitchen. Yes. Still trying to figure out dinner. <laughs> yeah. The boys had made themselves pancakes and he was trying to figure it out. So um, I shouldn't shit talk him. He makes dinner occasionally. He's a good provider. Let's and just he, say we love Jim. Oh, we love Jim. We, we love him very much. He's a dear man. Yeah. So I finally get home. I think it's at this point, 5 a.m. Oh, wow. Oh, man. And I'm exhausted. In need of a new clutch. And both the guys said, or no, when I dropped off Joe, he said, can you please text me when you get home yep. so I know that you got home safely? Yeah. I was like, sure. And then they promptly went to sleep. Yeah. Fell fast asleep. So I get home and I like get in bed. And at this point, you know, like I'm very coherent. I'm no longer sick. I'm just tired. And I take out my little flip phone and I get to Joe and I text like, I got home safely. All good. So sorry about this. Good night. I go to sleep. I wake up and Joe Caroli. And for those oh, of you who don't know, Joe Caroli was the guy who used to rent out the yeah. space for comedy sports to us. He writes back and goes, <laughs> Who is this and what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> For all I know, knowing Sabatino, he's up going like, are you, is she dead? 
Is she dead? She's probably dead. Is she okay? So I finally text him. I say, I'm okay. I just want to let you know. But so that was the first, that was the first time and only time I've ever been, uh, I would say wasted. Yeah. You drunk texted Joe Caroli. Wow. <laughs> I drunk texted Caroli. And at this point he was married. Like he was settled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You missed that boat. So are you, man. <laughs> I did. Shucks. He's not a note you can sell. He texted back too late. Yeah. <laughs> nice try. Mary, have you have you gotten uh inebriated since then? Tipsy, but not like that. Yeah. Like Cooler once. Yeah, that was definitely the night I figured out what my limit was. For sure. But you know what? I gotta say, like at the time, like in the next day, I think I I texted or called everybody especially Todd and Joe, because of the whole drive home, I was just like, I'm so sorry. I'm so embarrassed. And both of them were like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's yeah. fine. Yeah, and I look back on it now and I don't regret it because I feel like it's so ridiculous that it was in my forties. That was the first time I ever got. You needed that. You needed shit. to get that out of your system. I love I it. Yeah. And the drinks were delicious. I'm not going to lie. And, and next time you do it around friends and you don't, there's no traveling involved. Yes. You're home or at a good friend's house and, you know. And you know how clean that bathroom is. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think the trick is just don't buy another car that's a stick shift. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mary, uh, what do you want to plug? You got anything we uh, should hear about? Oh, what do I want to plug? I wish I had something to plug. <laughs> to plug. Um, you can always still buy my book. Oh, yeah, of course. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My uh, do or do not how to improvise like a Jedi. If you contact me directly, though, I make more money than if you buy it off of Amazon. If you've already read my book, review it well on Amazon. How do we contact you directly? Um, you can contact me at... Um, I don't want to give my email address. Yeah, don't give your email out. If you, if you know Mary through Facebook, do it that way. Yeah, yeah. Facebook is probably the best way to get in touch with me. We'll link to it. We'll link uh, to your Facebook account uh, for the episode. So if you're listening to this, odds are you know the Facebook page for Punch-Up Podcast. Awesome. That was delightful, guys. Thank you for, for having me. Thank you. Oh, my God, Mary. Nice Thanks for coming back. Good story. It's, so good. it's great. <laughs>